Hello, and welcome to the chat. I'm Caroline Moore, and today I'm talking with local martial arts instructor, Nikki Desh. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. So, Nikki, where are you from originally? Everywhere. No. Everywhere. <laughs> um, from Thailand, born there. From Thailand. Yes. So you've come very far <laughs> from very where you far. started. Yes. So how'd you wind up in Cookville? Uh, one hurricane. <laughs> a hurricane. Yes. So uh, I came over, uh, stayed at a friend's house. And then I, wow, this is a really nice place. Okay. And where were you before this? So were you down south? Yes, West Palm Beach, Florida. And West Palm Beach. Got it. And how many years ago is this? How many years ago I was living in Florida or how many years ago have I'm here? <laughs> when did you first visit, I guess? Uh, oh, my God. I don't remember. About 13, 14 years. Okay. So quite some time. And then when did you officially move here? Um, About 11 years, 12 years. 11 or 12 years ago. Right. So y you were also doing martial arts down in West Palm Beach then, correct? Yes. Okay. So did you teach and own an academy or were you teaching at somebody else's studio? I had my own okay. studio. And you a ran it? A small school, yes. And what all did you teach? Well, over there I uh, Tai Chi, Karate, Self-Defense. I think that's it okay. at that time. <laughs> and how long had you been practicing these martial arts? Um, karate, I've been practicing since 1970-something. <laughs> Don't so, remember. So you've definitely put in your 10,000 hours yes. to, to be the expert. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What a, so you were a child when you started learning. What, yes. what made you get interested into, in, in karate? Well... When I was a child, I always wanted to do karate, practice karate, practice kung fu, you know, because we watch uh, Bruce Lee movies and say, oh, yes, yes, kung fu movies, right? So I would mimic the movements when I got home. But also, um, my grandfather was one of the, always watching uh, Muay Thai, which is all the way around our house. So I mimic the movements. And my dad, my real father, was a Muay Thai boxer as well. Oh, wow. So you have a very like physically active martial arts family. Yes. <laughs> you kind of were had it in your environment that yes. you were raised in. Yes. And so how long did it take you to train in karate? A lifetime. And it never stops? Never stop. Training never stops. Do you enjoy that aspect or is it <laughs> annoying? When I was a student, I didn't like it. You know, um, it was hard. But I wanted to be a martial artist, so I had to say, got to do this. Yes, it's hard. You can't quit. So and I kept on going. Never thought I would have reached black belt level. And how many years does it take to get to black belt level, at least for you? Um, for me, it took me a long time because we moved a lot. Okay. So it took me about, I guess, 15 years. 15 years. Wow. And can you go through the... I'm sorry, eight years. Eight years. Okay, that is half. <laughs> I'm Caroline Moore, and I'm talking with local martial arts instructor Nikki Desh. And she was just talking about how long it took her to train to get a black belt and eight years. Yes, eight years. So can you walk us through the belt 
colors. I think most people are familiar with black belt being the the most skilled. Yes. Uh, but can you walk us through how you get from belt to belt to belt? Okay. Uh, white belt is a student level. Usually you train about three to six months and you test for your yellow, right? Uh, it de- depends on the system. Sometimes we have stripes, you okay. Use, okay, so we get to yellow. So I have to earn another three stripes on my yellow. Then I'll go to green. Earn three stripes in my green. Then I'll go to brown. Three stripes in brown. Then we reach the black belt level. A black belt. And then what are the degrees? Because you'll hear like third degree black belt. What What do the degrees mean? Okay, the degrees mean the years of training. Um, it means a lot of things to many people. All right. Um, I have been in the martial arts since 1970-something, probably 75. Um, I just got my six-degree black belt. Okay. So <laughs> it depends on your instructors, your masters, if how far they want to uh, promote you to that level. Okay. And how many black belts do you have? I mean, do you, like, um, physically? Okay, let me count. <laughs> I, I mean, do you keep them all? I, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I have four. Four black belts. Mm-hmm. And I w- think. <laughs> what's the testing process like? You mentioned testing from belt to belt. Um, who's in charge of saying yes or no? How does all that work? Okay, you have your instructor, and then you have masters, and you have grandmasters. And you go in front of the board, do whatever they ask, and then they decide. Uh, the first black belt testing was rough, very rough for me. Okay. Um, How so? Well, physically, rough. Mentally, rough. Okay, I mean, we had to do, I think, at least six hours. I'm not sure. I forgot because... That's exhausting. It, was, it is. And you're performing yes. at the same time. So yes. there's a huge mental aspect to this, to martial arts, yes. well, to all sports that I think people ignore. But for that to have people watching you that long. Yes. <laughs> After a while, you just don't care anymore. Right. And <laughs> they probably do that for a reason to see how long you can sustain it. Yes. <laughs> I told them to knock me out because I don't care anymore. I want to give up. Yes. But they didn't. So And uh, karate karate as a lot of americans say mm-hmm. that means open hand right yes so the point of the sport is to be like combat without weapons mm-hmm. right yes okay so do you train with weapons ever yes you do yes okay which which weapons weapons i have trained with is nunchuck eskrima bow staff japanese sword Thai sword fighting, knives. That's all I can remember. <laughs> oh, 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 the Chinese swords, the two Chinese swords. Okay, and do you have all these weapons in your home, or are they more for like the studio academy? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is in my house. Okay, you know I. Have it available in case I needed to use it. You never know. Yeah. I mean, if you're skilled in it, you might as well use it if you have to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to talk more martial arts with Nikki Dash right after the break. Welcome back to the chat. I'm Caroline Moore. And today we are chatting with local martial arts instructor Nikki Dash. Hello. Hello. Hello, Caroline. 
before the break, you touched on which weapons that you've trained in or trained with. Can you tell us a little bit about the history of weapons being incorporated into martial arts? Yes. Um, when the uh, mainland Japan took over Okinawa Island and they banned all weapons training, so they were only allowed to use the knife to cut for food, mm-hmm. you know, preparations. And so the Okinawans, they would practice their all the, the weapons uh, used to be a farmer's tools. Interesting. That's how all the weapons came about. So nunchucks? Nunchucks, farmer's tool, uh, sickles for farmer's tool, which I got myself here really bad. <laughs> She's showing me a scar on her arm. That's my next question. <laughs> when you're training in these, I mean, you gotta you got to suffer a lot of injuries, right? Yes, usually we have training weapons so that we don't get... Many injuries. Right, so they're dull? Yes. Okay. But but this one was not. And that's when I learned everything is sharp, guns are loaded. Yeah. Because when I pick up the sickle to uh, practice one day, and I just moved to a new apartment. At that time, we don't have cell phones. That's how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> and I have not yet installed a telephone in my apartment. So it was my first day off in a long, long time. So I said, oh, I have all these weapons in the wall, on the walls, right? A sickle. Right? So I practiced. I'm doing good. I didn't even know that I cut myself. It was so sharp. Then I realized this, blood. Why are my walls red? You know, blood spots <laughs> everywhere. It was white. Now I looked down and said, oh, my carpet has some red spots. And I looked down, oh, my God, I cut myself. I was about to say, I would probably injure myself more than anybody <laughs> else would hurt me. <laughs> so um, I actually cut all the way to the bone. Uh, oh, and you didn't even feel it. So that's how sharp these weapons are. Yes. That's why we have practice weapons, so you don't cut yourself like me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So when you are, say, practicing with somebody, whether you have a weapon or not, it's still combat. It's still violent in a way. I mean, how do you navigate, especially if you're training and practicing, not hurting somebody? Or is there just kind of a standard like, yeah, you could hurt me, but that's the way it goes. (laughs) Uh, We we start slow at first. Okay. You know, and then we're doing the same thing over and over and over again. And then... You could do whatever you want from there. You know, we have to start slow. I would hope. (laughs) (laughs) But accidents do happen. Yeah. And do people ever get their feelings hurt? I mean, do you have to... I feel like some people might have some egos and that you have to navigate sometimes in the sport, right? (laughs) Yeah. You know, um, of all the years I had my school, I had only one student that had his ego. Okay. No, but I kicked him out. Go. So, yeah, it's got to be a pretty humbling sport, I yeah. suppose. Well, this is sport karate, and there's a practice karate, traditional karate, where I practice for life, not for trophies. So there's two different ways of practicing karate. I am not a trophy person. Yes, I do have trophies. That was in my younger years. But now it's, it is for my life, for my health. You know, it's like my religion, and does that make you enjoy the the exercise even more? Yes. Not putting those expectations right. on you. Right. Like you're doing it for yourself. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. I'm Caroline Moore, and today I'm chatting with local martial arts instructor Nikki Desh. So when you're teaching, it's completely different than when you're practicing, right? Yes. I mean, doing and teaching, those are completely different things. Yes. So what is your teaching style? Are you super stern? Um, you know, how do you teach karate, basically? <laughs> and I'm sure you need a lot of patience, too. Yes. Especially with kids. This is a yes. big children's sport. And adults. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know adults, they, they don't respond to authority as well, probably. <laughs> um, it all depends on the personality of the students. Then I could adapt to their personalities. And that's a skill, too. Shout out to all the teachers out there, whether it's karate or, you know, social studies. Right. You have to adapt to all your yes. students. Yes. So I will look at you and say, okay, I know how to work with you. Or I will teach the class in a way that you will understand and everybody else still understands. So I kind of adapt that direction. Got it. And where all do you teach here in town? Uh, I teach at Lisa Services. Okay. Um, also at Custom Fitness uh, Senior Center, Cookville Senior Center, and TTU Exercise Programs. And which classes do you offer? Okay. At Senior Center, of course, Tai Chi. And, you know, they really enjoy it. I have one lady that's there. She's 87, I think. Did a wonderful job. Really oh, wow. fit. Yes. Um, at Lisa Services, I teach kids karate, kickboxing, tai chi. And at Custom Fitness, I teach kickboxing, tai chi. And at TTU, I teach women's self-defense and kickboxing. So you are busy. Yes, I am. So is this more or less uh, like a nine to five or, you know, nine to eight (laughs) kind of job? It sounds like you have several classes stacked in a day. Yes, depends on the days. Um, Some days I might have three, four classes and some day I might have six classes. Depends on the day. And that's super physically demanding on you. And you're teaching and talking. Yes. All day. Yes. (laughs) Uh, how do you relax? How, how do you rest? <laughs> okay. Um, on the days that I don't work, it will depend on the weather. If the weather's nice and I'll out there riding my motorcycle, my Harley, um, or I'll play my guitar, you know, listen to music, read. Um, my favorite thing is watching martial arts movies and uh, hiking if I have the time. Nice. <laughs> and with you mentioned having um, a self-defense class. Um, is So it's just for women, correct? Actually, for anybody. Okay. You know, but most, I realize, I found, you know, most, if I have offered a class, a lot of women would come. A lot of men don't. I don't know why. Interesting. <laughs> it's okay. I, you know, it doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll talk more with Nikki Desh right after the break. Welcome back to the chat. I'm Caroline Moore, and today I'm chatting with local martial arts instructor Nikki Desh. Before the break, you touched on how you teach Tai Chi um, at a senior citizen center. Can you tell us more about what Tai Chi is? Yes. 
Tai Chi is a, a Chinese exercise which practices one for health and martial arts. But when I teach with a, at a senior center or anywhere here in Cookville, mainly for health. Okay, it's low impact exercise, which is really good for the joints. Doesn't you know bother the joints because it's so low impact, and sometimes it's known as、uh, moving meditation. Okay, so all the movements are slow, and sometimes you stand in one place a long period of time to build up the legs. Okay, so that from the waist up, your body becomes very relaxed. But that takes a long time. <laughs> It seems like something that takes so much control. Yes. And for listeners, if you're not quite sure what Tai Chi is, you've probably seen it,、um, especially in the park. If you see people moving slowly all together with an instructor, usually in the park, that's it. Yes. And it's typically older people, but. Anybody at any age can and probably should do it, right? Yes, yes. And it's almost like a basis of、um, martial arts,、yes. right? Or boxing? Can yes, you expand on that? Yes, Chinese boxing.、Um, yes, Tai Chi. It is a、uh, Chinese boxing.、Um, for those that are martial artists、uh, who practice Tai Chi and want to get better, faster, stronger while practicing Tai Chi,、uh, I find found. That when I practice Tai Chi, my karate becomes the hits are stronger, and I am faster because of I know how to relax more, and everything is the movements are much better and fluid. So this is because you're really concentrating on the mechanics of your body since you're、mm -hmm. moving so slowly. Yes, yes. And there's a meditation aspect to、yes. it as well. Yes.、Um, Like I said, it is very hard. But if you learn how to relax with your motion, the moves move itself. That's where you see that. Okay, well, they relax, right? So the movements in Tai Chi are not forced. If you force your movements, then you become weak. Okay, and listeners, you should know that she is moving her hands so slowly and pushing them out, and I am wiggling in my chair. <laughs> it sounds like I should take Tai Chi. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's also good for balance as well.、Um, overall health, it's wonderful exercise. So, say you.、Um, Are rehabbing something, have an injury, or you're older and you want to do something low impact. This can help improve that situation, or you can even work around it. Yeah, yes, yes, it can.、Um, because I practice hard style martial arts, I have a lot of injuries, and because of Tai Chi, it really helps me to move much better. You know, so I I realized that when I first hurt myself many years ago doing demonstration. And the pain was so bad, so I sat there and do Tai Chi breathing. I breathe the way the Tai Chi we breathe in and out. We relax, and the pain ease. Wow, this sounds like something that I need, but would take me a very long time. It, it sounds very challenging because it takes a lot of concentration. Yes. So it sounds like something that's super hard to master, but worth it. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's it's not so much about.、Um, Getting there fast. The slower you are, the better it is. But the challenge of doing it very slowly, people don't have a lot of patience. 
Yes, I'm one of them, but that makes me want to take the class even more because it mm-hmm. sounds like I need that. Yeah, you <laughs> and, should try. Yes, and if you if you say have issues and you need to sit during the class, is that okay? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. do you work with your students and say, okay, you can yeah. have a seat? Yes, I do. Okay, you know because you can do tai chi while sitting. You know. Great. So it sounds like something that people, especially if they're older, have injuries that can really help. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And, you know, I said when I hurt my shoulder because of Tai Chi, now I can move it. When I went to the doctor before, I can't even move my arm up. Yes. And it beats having an invasive surgery if you don't have to if you don't have to have it. It's it's a good thing. Uh I'm Caroline Moore and I'm chatting with local martial arts instructor Nikki Desh. Now, you also teach kickboxing. Yes. So is that when you have the gloves? Yes. On? Yes. Uh, Not the full gloves. Okay. What I teach is a basic Muay Barang, which is an ancient Thai boxing. It is Thai martial arts. Because of Muay Barang, Thailand has never been invaded. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. Um, so what are the basic movements? You know, yes, we kick, we use elbows, we use our knees. And if my student wants to study further, we go into the weapon part of it. Ooh. What is the weapon part? <laughs> well, we have swords, <laughs> knives, and staff fighting, stick fighting as well. Ooh. Now, the staff and stick fighting... I think I would want to learn if I had to choose <laughs> and it doesn't have a blade. So yeah. that's for the best. Yeah. And it's good exercise as well. You know, um, a lot of my students that follow me everywhere I go, they want to learn, you know, it's, it's a Moi Barang, the ancient Thai kickboxing. It is self-defense art. So a lot of people don't realize it. Okay. You know, where you have other kickboxing that are um, more of tournament fighting, you know, I don't like to do tournaments. I like to survive in case of emergency. So I study for survival. Got it. And have you had to use it? Yes. I bet you can. I bet having all this knowledge helps you a little bit, you know, gives you ease that you can handle yourself in most situations. Right. Especially as a woman. Yes. Well, you know, um, thank God I know what I know. Uh, But it's never um, an easy moment. You know that you could defend yourself, but it's always scary moments. Even as many years I've been in and say, why is this person hitting me? What's going on? Mm-hmm. You know, those kind of thing. And in my mind, well, I don't really want to hurt this person, but I need to not be hit. Right. Right. So I'll use enough to stop them, you know, but not to hurt. And get away. And get away. <laughs> yeah. But if they come to me with a knife then I might be doing something else. I don't know. You know, it's, thank God, that's never happened. But yes, I have empty-handed, you know, defended myself um, in many places, big cities and even here in Cook, even here in Tennessee. Well, listen, if y'all want to learn any of these skills, please take a class from Nikki Dash. Nikki, where can people find you online? Um, You could have my number. Oh, give it out okay. on the air. Get ready, y'all. Uh, Write it down. And I'll, I'll post it on my Instagram and on my social yes. media as well. <laughs> um, 931-200-6533. Uh, text would be best because I am, all, most time I am busy and I don't answer my phone. <laughs> but if I can see the text, it's okay, well, I need, you know, to do that. And her classes are also posted on the Leisure Services yes. website. Yes. Fabulous. Yes. And... 
I have a Facebook, uh, John Nicky, A-J-A-N-N-I-K-K-I. Um, sometimes I do post videos in there. All right. Well, thank you so much, Nikki, for coming in, and I hope you'll have a great rest of the week.